talk real quick. La la la. La 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 Ready? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy. Maybe Vader someday later. Now he's just a small fry. And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye. Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I'm your host, Anthony Silva. Along with me are two of the greatest geeks in the world. Elizabeth Wallace. Andrew Pline. And about um, the biggest news we were expecting to happen, mm-hmm. being being geeks as, as we are, there are cornerstones to to the geek world. You threw me off by saying expecting. I'm like, which one was I expecting to happen? Oh, I think we were all expecting. Well, we were expecting this announcement we may have not been expecting who. Okay, yeah, that, exactly. that's fair enough to yeah. say. So as I'm sure you know, because you're a very smart person, J.J. Uh, Abrams has just been announced as the director for Star Wars 7. Awesome. What are you all sniffling about? <laughs> I'm happy. Uh, that was a happy cry. Really happy about this, to, 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 to no end. Out of anyone that you could choose, like I, I feel that he's... Out of anyone? No, I was about to say, I think... Nolan wouldn't have been right, but it would have been impressive. No. It would have been a different movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that, that's the kind of thing. It was the, the question was, who can direct Star Wars, make it like what we've known in the past, yep. but still making it his own thing? Yeah. Because Nolan, you're right. It'd be cool. I, I, I would love to watch a Nolan Star Wars. I think movie. Nolan would do a great... Um, Empire? Or like Empire-esque. Yeah. But like, uh, like a bounty hunter movie or something yes. like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something, something dark. Something that could have a lot of levels to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, certainly. And then you think of other directors. I just, I, the only one that my, my sister actually, she chimed in on this and she's like, oh, I wanted uh, the Harry Potter guy. I'm like, oh, you mean Christopher Columbus? And she's like, yeah, yeah, that guy. I'm like, uh, well, eh. you don't remember the Golden Compass now, do you? No, the Golden <laughs> Compass right. was not bad. That was okay. It wasn't great, though. No, yeah. it was I mean, very, pr- it was awfully pretty, though. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. 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 But then the last Avatar movie is also gorgeous. It's just terribly written and directed. That as well. Yes. 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 Um, and, like, I agree. J.J. Abrams has made some really good movies. Star Trek is the most comparable yes, uh, thing that he's done. And I really love that Star Trek movie. I'm really excited about the next Star Trek movie. I'm not a Star Trek guy. The movies have pulled me in. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I don't necessarily feel like he's going to make a new looking Star Wars for me. That's my problem. I kind of, I don't know. I yeah, was just, just taking another look at Super 8 the other day. And, and I was Super really 8's impressed. a good movie. It is, but I but like, there's a certain feel that it has to it that, that you can kind of recognize. is Steven Spielberg. That's a Steven Spielberg feeling Isn't movie. Isn't it funny? I was watching and I was like, it feels like a Steven Spielberg movie like shifted a little to one side. I could feel like a difference. I thought, did, um, what's his face? Uh, John Williams do the music for Super 8? Do we know? Probably. I thought that contributed a lot to it having like that it's, typical it's kind of It's Goonies with an alien. Yeah, I know, but I liked it. So no, and, and, and I'm not, I liked it too. I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but I'm saying when, when I think immediately of the J.J. Abrams Star Wars I think the concept will be good. Yes. The general story and concept because he has a history of, uh, you know, coming up with a good idea. He doesn't write all the movies he's made. But, you know, Star Wars was a clever concept. Uh, Lost was a clever concept in the beginning. Uh, Alias was good. Like, these are all... He's been working for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm looking through his his list right here. Yeah. He has a shit ton of things. Yeah, yeah. But when I think of this Star Wars 7... 
I want to be blown away by what I see, not just okay. the story told. And that is where I'm not really sure because I feel Cloverfield. Cloverfield yeah. was good, not well was not well received. I like Cloverfield. But I think visually, Cloverfield. Like, remember how like visually, like it, it was it was it's amazing. A, it's a study camp movie. Yeah, it's yeah, a found it's, footage. But it's not. It's a found footage. But I mean, we, we compare that to Blair Witch. It's like they're two different movies. Oh yeah, but Blair exactly. Witch was the first. So yeah. you, it's unfair to to compare. Well, technically, the two. Blair Witch had a more realistic feel. I mean, Cloverfield yeah, yeah, is certainly. much more polished than you would actually yeah. get from a legitimate found footage. But it's just, for me, Cloverfield is, like, like if you look at all those movies, like, just take Cloverfield, Star Trek, and Lost all together. You have yeah. Lost, which has an immense cast. A yes. A huge yeah. amount of cast to deal with. You have Cloverfield, which has the action-packed, you know, drama, but still Tense. doing... It has intensity Intensity, to it. yes. Yeah. Yeah, helicopter crash alone was yeah. just... Yeah, unfucking believable. And then yeah. you have something like Super Eight, where you can get in a real people feel too. Yeah, true. He knows yeah, true. how to do that. No, all and, these things are true. And then you also have that that '80s Spielbergy type of thing, which is what really like Star Trek, despite George Lucas it being his, mm-hmm. that kind of '80s Star Wars. Feel. You mean? Sorry, huh? you said George Lucas Star Trek? Oh, it's Star Wars. I'm okay, sorry. just yeah. that's right. But uh, but but you see, like you have this kind of '80s vibe to it, which was like I think Star Tours is the the best mm-hmm. you know kind yeah. of feeling to it. I think JJ can bring all of that together to make, you know, uh, like Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I mean, how 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 long did it take you to get hooked onto Star Trek? I was on edge first five yeah, minutes. Yeah, of that oh, film. absolutely. Oh, yeah, when yeah. like Thor's there, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. asking like, what are we going to name him? Oh, oh. my God, Jesus! Uh, yeah, like I've got no feelings, but I still, you know, <laughs> teared up a little. But and, and you take and you got one more thing that I just like, and I was talking. I think it was was I talking to you, Elizabeth, about the the soundtrack and and all. Uh, which part? Uh, just the, the, who's going to compose it. Apparently didn't. I, I was talking with one of my coworkers, um, and we're talking about who's going to do the soundtrack. Yeah. John Jim, Williams. It has to be. It's well, Star there's Wars John movie. Williams, but there's there Michael. There is no other. Hold, hold on. <laughs> like, the, there's Michael Giacchino, which he is. That's your Battlestar guy, right? No, that's oh, okay. uh, Bear McCreary is Battlestar. Okay. Uh, Michael, uh, he did Lost. He did the Lost soundtrack. He did the Star Trek soundtrack. All right, so it I, could be him just because Abrams likes to reuse people. Yeah, he likes to, but I could see him doing a great job taking Williams and having Williams-esque but not being Williams. Even though I love Williams, don't oh, yeah. get me wrong. Oh, absolutely. He, he is an yeah, amazing I, composer. I just feel like there's so many people who are going to be, hopefully, trying really hard to make something that the fans are going to like, that they're going to get behind, which will be hard since Star Wars fans have been burned before. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call it right now. I really think Williams will be the one to do the soundtrack. He, he yeah, because the music, like almost no matter what you do mm-hmm. story-wise – the music could tie everything together. Yeah. yeah. And he's, I mean, Williams has already done six. Yeah. So, I, so. I, I, I do not deny that Williams would do a great job and I would love to hear it. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, Giacchino, like dude could, could rock it too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, no, Hans yeah. Zimmer too. Yeah. Another Hans solid, Zimmer. uh, big time. Even bear. Uh, huh? Even bear. I, I would love to see bear get involved too. I mean, his walking dead stuff is phenomenal mm. in all forms. But I mean, it just it, it, to me, it was kind of funny when Abrams was picked. I was like, "Well, who didn't see this one coming?" In a way, he was kind of the biggest, like of the big names. He seemed to be the most obvious choice. Well, that, yeah. and he did Lost, which is ABC, which is Disney. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I yeah. mean, and then they just picked up the Star Wars franchise. You're just like, okay, well, they want to get somebody. Kind of in his pocket. I love how originally pocket. he said that he wasn't going to do it because yeah. he was working on something, and that would be the point when they backed up the truck full of money to his place. Yeah, because so, yeah. yeah. he's beep. he's got to go straight from Star Trek now to Star Wars. 
Oh, that's great. That's awesome. I mean, if Star Wars still wants the 2015 release date. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's my next question. Because this morning, I actually, after this J.J. Abrams news and, well, fuck you, Bob, for bringing up episode three and making me kind of interested. But anyways, um, it was the concept. I was like, wait a minute. If they're going to release it 2015, that means they're probably going to have to have a brand new Blu-ray box set in between there, which is 2014. Why? Because they're going to want you to be completely fucking pumped. I was about to, they're going to drum up all the enthusiasm for it. Yeah. Well, there's this the the Star Wars television show that is in the air at this point now yeah. with the, the Disney purchase. Um, there's the Robot Chicken, um, like the, the Seth Green animated show that I kind of think may have been swept under the table. Oh, I, I, really? I hope so. I have not heard a single thing about it since the trailer dropped, and that yeah. trailer was not real great. No, no. God. It had a couple funny things in it, but overall, I could easily skip that show. Probably. That, that's kind of what it looks like to me. Too many people figured that. I was like, yeah. uh, I like the robot chicken Star Wars stuff. But yeah, that shit's genius. Yeah, but this, I don't know about that. Uh, so, no, all the things you guys are saying about Abrams is, is completely correct. But the one thing that I really want to see in Star Wars is the thing I saw as a child when I first saw Star Wars. A a, a visual movie that blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Like I like at the time you never saw like space flight and battles like that. Yeah. The Ooh. last time I saw and this is counting Star Trek, the last time I saw a space battle that moved me like like the old X-Wing and TIE Fighter battles mm-hmm. that I watched as a kid, and it's proportional, yeah, yeah. Yeah. was Firefly when the when Firefly is flying through the uh, the, the Reavers yes. and yes. like the big battle. Yes. Like I saw that shit in theaters and my mind exploded. Right. It just Gallagher, everybody in the first four rows. <laughs> and I totally can't think of anything that even comes. I mean, some of the Battlestar Galactica shots, space battles, are impressive, good. Yeah. but not on that In Star level. Trek, good. I mean, there are some space battles that are good, mm-hmm. but overall, I, I don't feel the same. Yeah. You know, and granted, uh, someone can make the, the, the argument that, you know, you're, you're talking about big cruisers yeah, yeah. Yeah. against smaller ships. So you could, I mean, you could pack a bunch of small ships together and then you're kind of the excitement of dodging and, you know, bobbing and weaving. Yeah, yeah. I would say for, for that, that exact comment, it goes to BSG with Starbuck. Uh, it's, it's like the first, it's the mini series. Apollo's engine is blown out or whatever. Yeah. I remember and that. they're about to hyperspace jump and he's just like, leave me behind. And she's like, no. Yeah. And she ends up ramming him and yeah, like she knows. There were some man. impressive like, moments <clears throat> that I remember even thinking, especially for a TV show. Oh yeah. Like, Wow, yeah. this is pretty cool, no, but not we, to that extent. Yeah, but that's, that's BSG the same. is great, but no, that scene is drama for the people, well, yeah. for the characters. But I was going to say uh, that is still the Firefly. The people that did the special effects for Firefly, I think, did the but same. It's not even just BSG. special effects. Like the 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 conceptualization mm-hmm. of that scene, following the Firefly, uh, or oh, fuck, calling following Serenity, yeah. through that that uh, savage battle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is like that's the the the, the concept and the that's visualization. The Special the effects come later. Yeah, okay. yeah it's in the Serenity movie. Okay. But I kept calling the ship Firefly. Not to no, mention yeah. the music that's going through, and that's another guy who would do uh, David Newman. He's actually like Randy Newman's cousin or whatever. He did. The, he, you got a friend. Honest to God, do, 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 he did all the music for do, 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 Serenity, do, do, do. and that yeah. part of that battle scene was awesome, just yeah. because of the music going right there. But essentially, cool. that's what I want. But that's not what I'm sure. I'm not sure if. 
if J.J. Abrams can can do that, well, you can give that here's to Here's a... Me. I'll sell this on to you, because, like, if you take Star Trek, mm-hmm. right? Right. I'll agree with you. Like, I thought the space battles were amazing for Star Trek. Yeah. But two big ships, two big laser, ships. laser, laser, yeah. laser, yeah. laser. Right. Still exciting. But if Abrams then was like, okay, well, I have X-Wings and I have A-Wings yeah. and, you know, I mean, yeah. it's going to yeah. be... We really... haven't seen him do this before, mm-hmm. and he could. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he could do the greatest thing ever. It's just... This is what I have to work with. Yeah, yeah. So when he was announced, I'm like, okay, well, obviously that's probably the biggest choice and the, maybe the best choice. Maybe um, Joss Whedon would be considered uh, on par, but in, in a different way. In a different way, it would have a totally different feel. Yeah, yeah. A Joss oh no, Star yeah. Wars a Joss movie. Whedon would be uh, heavy uh, dialogue, very yes. quippy, which I don't think works in the Star Wars no, universe. No, not quite. It's mm-hmm. I don't know what it, what is it is. Is it more I don't know. Everyone's Star Wars is super more serious cl- in the Star Wars universe. I mean, they are extremely well, I quippy. I wouldn't call them serious. Well, yeah, true. Han Solo scenes. He yeah, no, like yeah. It's, yeah, I just But like, Whedon writes everybody very clever. Everyone yes. is real clever and they're yes. real quick-witted. Yes. Um, Star Wars isn't like that. You've got your quick-witted character in Han yeah. Solo. Uh, nobody in the prequels, I guess. But um, true, yeah. Like no one was really quipped. There was no Han Solo in the prequels. No, and you even had Samuel Jackson who could have done some quips really well in the prequels. Yeah, but if he did that, then he would be totally Samuel breaking, Jackson. Yeah, he yeah. would totally Samuel break character. Jackson. Yeah, totally, you would not. Yeah. You would not get the jewels out of your brain. No, yeah, It'd be jewels with a lightsaber. Yeah. Did you which see would Django? Be fucking yet? amazing. Have you seen Django? No. Oh. You have to tell me when you see it. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. What I what I'm actually hoping. Like, okay. So. I, I'll put, post this later on, but essentially there is a poster going around, and I saw it this morning. I do not know if it's the real thing or if it's just. Like, oh, I saw that too. I'm there would no, yeah. there would not be a real thing yet. It's a really good look, though. It, oh, okay. So the the poster you have a Jedi in kind of a, a grassy field with a very expansive background of mountains mm-hmm. and space. Yeah. Now this like you can see ginormous moons in the background. Yes. It's it's very slick. Who do you suppose it is, Luke? I have no idea, but the, the, the feeling of this poster is what, like you were saying, what I want from Star Wars is that space battle. Yeah. This is what I want. I want, no, yeah. I want, because I remember the, the Star Wars universe originally was very expansive. It felt, it felt large. It felt like, oh my gosh, this is space. Like just the cantina scene alone yes. told you yes. that this universe is so much larger than these four characters. Yes. Like, uh, like very expansive, very huge, very like diverse. Like, yes. Like, and uh, that's what I want from from this Star Wars movie. I want to see a very diverse nature. I want to see. I want to see beauty well, again. Well, granted, granted, but you don't want to force an expansive universe because that's what they tried to do with the prequels. You started going around, bouncing around all these planets, and you get all these support characters uh, of these other aliens, and it's just it feels so mashed up. Nothing is very. Um, rich like uh obi-wan's like diner buddy yeah like okay well he's a, he's an alien from some planet but like the i character... was more thrown off by the blue screening that was going on yeah, yeah like I'm, the, I'm talking about... oh that's another thing yeah. if if they do another blue screen oh, screen i just would just Wars. get guys in suits for crying out loud get guys um the makeup has gone far enough that i know we could do better than we could do with cgi actually um leland told me he told me about this uh poster i'd never seen but he said the tagline must be used because it really uh, gives you confidence that it's it, the movie's going to go the direction that you would want yeah, it yeah. to. And the tagline is "Return to a galaxy far, far away." Nice, yes. nice. Yeah, that is it, a good one. The the diverse thing that I that I, I mean I don't mean like prequel diverse. 
Like, there's a difference between prequel diverse and the original Star Wars diverse. Yeah. Like, what I'm looking at is I'm looking at, like, maybe this is, maybe this should take a, a, lip, uh, a lead from, like, Transformers Prime or even the Green Lantern thing where they have the core characters and they concentrate so hard on those characters yeah. because that's yeah. kind of what made Star Wars originally awesome. Yeah. Was that you had a core character. Sure, you had characters in the background. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know IG-88, for fucking example. Yeah. Yeah. Like, somebody you can expand on later, but you still, you had these core characters and they really mattered. They don't need to interact with the characters. Yes. They can be just in the background. Exactly. Look how much fucking play the Cantina Band gets. Oh, Seriously. I know. Rebo and his crew. Yeah. And, Re- I'm not a blue <laughs> elephant. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the, the point is, is that... Oh, man, know. I'm late to the gig. Come on, man. This is jazz time. <laughs> Yo, get my gig away. Um, but but it's 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 still that kind of thing. And what I'm really excited about with JJ in particular, and something I really liked from Lost, was like his casting for Lost. Like I don't, if you guys watch it again, look at their eyes. They all had really like everything was very. Um, they were real people. They were. They well, were not green screened. Nope, not green screened. But had like, real eyes. That's good. That's good makeup. Fuck you guys mm-hmm. cried sometimes. Eyes. Oh yeah, it was yeah, excellent. I but, felt it. But just the the uh, the emotion, the pretty like it seemed like like Lost is an example. They were pretty people. They were actually oddly all pretty for pretty. all being on the same island. You, Everyone was pretty Ian, attractive. Ian Summerholder was there, wasn't he? He I was. Mean, he was very pretty. Pretty. Freckles was was pretty good looking. No, Even I, Sawyer. I mean, I I'd question myself looking at Sawyer. Well, that's okay. That's right? Take that shirt yeah, off. That's fine. Mm. That's fine. It's, it's good to you admit You just want to run this to the ground, you asses. <laughs> but, but what I'm trying to say is that, like, I feel Lost is a good example of, like, him using scenery. Because, like, there was dark parts of Lost. There was pretty parts of Lost. But the island was mysterious. It was beautiful. The island was a, was a character. Yeah. And it, it yeah. established very early. And, I mean, if you cut out, you know, the, the weird shit at the end that confuses everybody, you look at the first three seasons, Lost, the island itself, was a very well-thought-out um, character mm-hmm. yeah. that joins the cast. Yeah, and I could see him, like, with the alien planets giving it a... A personality where it's not just, okay, well, this is a hot planet. This yeah. is a cold planet. Like, giving it, like, just a little bit more of a... And I think he'll totally be able to pull that off. I mean, you look at all the different places that the Star Trek movie oh, yeah, was yeah. in. You know, the cold planet, yeah. the hot planet. Even the next I mean, one, like, there's the Candyland planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the lava planet. <laughs> I didn't mean to, you know, lose steam on that. I just the only okay. two I can remember. It's all right. No, it's yeah, okay. but it, it's it's still it gives me like it gives me a, a big hope that he is that he has the chops because it seems that he's well rounded is what it seems like, yes. and it seems like that's what you kind of need for Star yeah. Wars. And I hope to God he's realized you know what was fucked up when they did the prequels, and kind of bringing it back to the making Star Wars cool again. Yeah. Well, and, and he can certainly. I mean, he took. He took, I can't now remember the word, a beloved institution like Star Trek, and nobody thought that he was going to be able to do anything with it, and he said, I will treat it with respect. So you know he's going to do that with Star Wars. And he did, because all of his casting, I mean, that's, okay, so I don't know, maybe it it wasn't him casting, but the casting director of Star Trek. Being the director, he'd probably have something to do with it. it. But I mean, all the cast they chose, you know, especially for Bones. Bones alone it's was amazing. the biggest thing ever. I love Carl Urban. <laughs> like, you know, uh, Carl Chris- Urban for new solo. Ooh. Oh, I could actually see that. Yeah, yeah, right? I could see that. Okay, yeah. that'd be weird. Like Bones and Solo, you're just like, oh my god. Oh yeah, are we gonna ever? We're gonna fan cast this movie. I mean, we <laughs> haven't got much time they, to do it. It's coming out fairly quickly, so I mean, yeah, but we don't know what the characters are, so no, we, we could yeah. recast Star Wars, which. Feels a little like blasphemy, Newsarama. Oh, yes, but um, 
you know. The shit's got to be done. I it'd mean. be a fun exercise anyway. Maybe. Yeah. The guys over at Movie Issues posted up that meme with Batman slapping the shit out of Robin. Oh, yeah. They posted yeah. one of the other day, and Robin's going, but he's going to put lens flares all over. Slaps him. That's joke's, that's joke's old already. already old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually had the same image. They beat me to it. Yeah, no, oh, really? it's true. It's yeah, I, true. It's on my phone. I downloaded it. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'll wait till like tomorrow to put this up. And I guess I slept in. That's yeah, it's okay. Yeah, because it was done pretty quickly, that joke. But yeah. actually, the, the best joke I saw was that they'd say that JJ stood for Jar Jar. And I was like, ah. no. And I was like, no. God, you no. son of a you bitch. You bite your tongue. <laughs> no, not that. that's not going to happen. No. Oh, I know. But it was still just one of those things where I was like, oof. The too soon, asshole. <laughs> I actually think he'll probably put some kind of joke in there. Like there'll be some room with trophies in it, and over off to the side, you can see a Jar Jar head. You know, it'll it'll yeah, be Jar Jar like, frozen in carbonite. Yeah, exactly. It'll be lightly joked at. Yeah. Um, now I think we are kind of uh, kind of jumping ahead of ourselves when it comes to, to Abrams and Star Wars because we don't know if he's writing it. We only know he's directing it. True. So as much influence as you know, directors typically have on a movie um he's not going to decide what the story is and you know hopefully i'd like to see the writer director be the same person in jj because i feel it usually makes a better movie and i think uh avengers is the last credible citable reference you can make and um joss whedon writes directs and we have an amazing movie from that abrams works with like a core of three writers i thought i heard and I don't know. Some of them are better than others. But I really like couldn't tell you either way. Yeah, right. um, I mean, he's written Super 8. Right. Uh, he wrote, you know, a bunch of episodes for Lost. I've never seen Fringe, but I know it has a real solid oh, following. Yeah, That's, That's another one of his shows yeah. I didn't even know about. And he's written most of the episodes for I just that. Never, I just never found the time to get into it. But I've yeah. only heard good things. Yeah, Fringe, it's, it's difficult because they don't have it like on Netflix Instant. No. Even though it's like six seasons in now, you're like, okay. Yeah, at least yeah. give me the first four or five. Yeah, Come something. on. Yeah, it's like, actually the show's over now. That's what I heard, and I was like, can we, can we get it now? It's I mean, got to be any day, especially if with this announcement, they got to put it up there to drum up more Abrams enthusiasm. Um, he wrote Mission Impossible 3. He wrote episodes for Alias. Like, he's an accomplished writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, when we say that we want these kinds of characters and we want, you know, this type of story that might not be within his ability, because I think they um, – I can't remember if it was, if it was um, confirmed or not – but we've already mentioned a name uh, in the previous Star Wars podcast is who was rumored to be writing the script already. Mm-hmm. That might already exist, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe he gets a pass at it. But um, I just don't want to I don't want to put all the weight on Abram's shoulders if he's not the one solely responsible. Right. I mean, he can still make a break a movie, but is that Lucas going to be involved at all? Um, well, when the, uh, when the sale went through, it was said that Lucas was going to be like a creative consultant. Okay. But I think that's kind of an honorary title. I would yeah, hope yeah. so. I don't think, uh, I don't think whatever he says is, is law anymore. Which is, it's so sad that it's gotten to that. Years ago, it would have been like, oh, Lucas is going to be involved. You and can't do anything like, unless Lucas says I so. I know. And now it's just like, please, hopefully he will just be off onto yeah, the I mean, sides, you know, offering it. an opinion every once in a while. So. In, in a podcast even older than the last Star Wars, we mentioned uh, Lucas is a good idea man. Yeah. You know, conceptually, he comes up with some fun ideas. Yeah. Execution is where he lacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we said like a year ago or more. You know, let's get someone else to make the movies and just let Lucas 
inspire them yeah. and, uh, you know, kind of give them uh, a direction and then let young filmmakers go through. And we really predicted this, didn't we? Yeah, uh, I think we yeah, did. We did. Yeah, Son we did. of a bitch. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Nice. We're awesome. Well, that and I tried to buy the whole Lucas, you know, Star Wars franchise from Lucas. So, yeah. Yeah, we didn't even think that was a possibility. No. Apparently, you only needed $4.5 billion. Yeah, and that was oh, my, uh, my geek spending thing. It was yeah, that's the one right. Thing when, you could get when you... Uh, all yeah. the money in the world. When, yeah. when, when we won the, uh, infinitesimal, the yeah, the infinitesimal, uh, lottery yes. where number or money was no object. We all chose things of, you know, what we would do with that money. And the, one of the things you said is buy Star Wars. And I which, could tell you what, if I bought Star Wars, say like I own Star Wars and I'm like, well, I need a director. Hey, JJ. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So you got all the money in the world. Like not? I said, bad robot. Good uh, oh, I love the bad robot I uh, yeah. meme we put up. Oh, God, that is good. <laughs> that we, Actually, we, that we really shared from good. Pixelated Geek. I think that was either Raul or Stephanie that did that one. Oh, oh man. Nice. They, they were spot good work. on. It yeah. really was. It was, it was fun. perfect. Like I said, JJ is kind of the obvious answer. Yeah. I would have kind of liked uh, someone maybe a little less in the spotlight. Because mm-hmm. I feel, I mean, just my personal opinion is uh, kind of once you get up to a particular level, Things are heavily expected of you, and those things really fall within the um, the same Hollywood guidelines. Right. Mm. You know, that's you know, independent movie makers are independent, and then eventually, if they get big enough, they're not as independent. Nolan started off independent, and now he's making Batman films. Yeah. yeah. Granted, he makes them different than everybody else, but it's obviously not an independent movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, take away the brand and all of that, like. A lot of it, the the scale of it is not independent thinking. I mean, isn't that why Joss Whedon was talking about doing more internet stuff? Because it's it's so much more control yeah. on the creator. It's creator control. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of what we expected, but... I, I really can't think... I mean, I know that some people are not 100% behind the Abrams thing. But like I, me. Yeah, yeah, but I, who... If not Abrams, then who? I mean, I don't have an answer. I, yeah. I tried to come up with one. Um, I was trying to think, but I, I don't know um, many smaller movie filmmakers. Right. right. Uh, so I, I really could not come up with a with a, a good answer. So it sounds like what you're saying. I mean, there's no doubt that Abrams will do a good movie. Yeah. But you're just worried that it's not going to be the movie that you wanted. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Right. Fucking exactly. Cool. I have no doubt he's going to make a a good, fun, you know, movie that's enjoyable. Right. But, I mean, I guess I just want some kind of perfection. Yeah. Like it's I, I want something Wars. that's unattainable. Yeah. I want to be I want to be eight again, watching Star Wars for the first time, and then watching it over and over and over after that. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if that really did happen, though? I mean, can you imagine oh. that? Like, 2015 comes along, we're like, holy cow, it exceeded. Oh, like Avengers. Everybody would be all of my expectations. Oh, if it blows so, yeah. Avengers out of the water. I believe it's oh, like, wow. Yeah. That's my a big year, guys. actually explode, so yeah. Let's, let's not forget 2015, Avengers and the Justice League movie. Yeah. I'm holding out hope for Justice League. I know, I'm a little concerned for them. I they want need them to, to do announce well, some directors yeah. in the cast, or at least like a character cast. Yeah, so uh, the rumor, actually. The rumor is... Um, five, five members. Yes. No Aquaman. No. Nope. Which I... Still think is a bit of a shame because no his popularity is on the No, list. I've heard Martian Manhunter. Really? Because yeah. I've heard it's uh, the, 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 the three. casting. Of course, yeah, the Trinity. We got yeah. Batman, yeah. Wonder Woman, Superman, Green Lantern, and Flash. Mm-hmm. That's those. I've heard that's the main cast mm-hmm. with 
Martian Manhunter and Green Arrow as a supporting characters. Right. They could do that. Now, Ben Affleck... <laughs> Wait, wasn't... When you say supporting characters, do you mean Hawkeye and Black Widow? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah fine. No, Green, they're, Green they're, Arrow's all they're tied in that up movie. in a chair. <laughs> they're in that movie. Pretty, Being interrogated by a Russian mob. He's sure. got no shirt on. He's got yeah. a weird bite on the side. <laughs> Just don't get it. Mm. So Affleck was attached for a while no, to Justice League. He was never attached. Really? He was I, rumored. His name was bounced around. Yes. Well, then I'm reading the article about Abrams, and apparently they were considering him for that. I'm like... Ben Affleck? Yes. For Star Wars? Yes. The article that I read, that was one of the names Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm sure Argo was pretty good. Yeah, but. I'm I mean, sure, but... Uh, Ar- Argo's, Argo's good. The town was really good. Not on a Star Wars level, though. Yeah, yeah they're not. Movie. Yeah, they're no. not Star Wars movies, guys. Yeah. But I just remember being surprised. I'm like, I can't even imagine that his name would be in the running. But I can't believe people would even buy that rumor. No, the internet said it, so it must be so. Oh yeah. man, like the the before confirmation, the rumors of dumb shit I've heard yeah. about Star Wars and about uh, the Justice League movie. I think the JGL rumor of being Batman was stupid. No site should have ever posted that as being a possibility. I think it's pretty obvious that was not going to happen. But see, I, I remember Despite all these... your emphatic <laughs> but, but you love. know what? I think it's only obvious to the people who know the characters and know the industry, like regular comic book readers. For the people who got into Batman just from the movies, I could see them buying that in a heartbeat. Yeah, but, the, but those no people problem. aren't going to CBR for, for their news. No, true. Yeah, actually, but, yeah. You, you I was like, on, on other sites, like, yeah, Yahoo would have said it and they would have believed it, but yeah, yeah the, the other the, sites. The thing that I'm having a problem with, you know, like I know I, I know that I got lambasted for my JGL pick for Batman, <laughs> but the, the thing Chris about, Gore lambasted Oh, you. yeah, of course he lambasted. I but, still would like it, though. It but, yeah, awesome but that's the mean. thing, like... Uh, it's I, too late. I, I know. But it's just like, I see... Okay, I guess what my problem is, is that I see an untapped potential in JGL. And I have this feeling oh, that... kid can do anything. We yeah. can do anything, but I have a feeling that there's going to be this moment where he's going to have that aged look that we're looking for. He looks young right now. Like, Maybe... Take, like, Looper. Remember, like, his his look in Looper. Yeah, I mean, but that's prosthetics. But it doesn't... And but you're looking looked at a little like, funny to me. Yeah, but... But yeah. it's just... I, maybe, I could, maybe in the future... Down the road, maybe on the the second or fourth reboot of of Batman, right. you know, he comes back and it's like, oh, you know, young Robin comes back as Batman, but you know, he's gonna play Bruce Wayne. It's just oh, the JGL comes back to the to the character. But see, I I can see like I guess maybe what my, my problem is, and this this is maybe where you know we've gone wrong. Maybe we did the same thing with poor Shia. Like I saw an untapped potential in Shia LaBeouf as well, mm-hmm. and he's gone. He's 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 finito. Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah. But it, was there a moment where he just went from like being this rising star to being a jerk? Was yeah. there like a particular like interview the or something? Between the second and third Transformer movie. Yeah, but from... I don't like to blame him for that, even though I do. But I mean, I think I think he called out um, Lucas and, uh, and Spielberg. Spielberg, yeah. Or was it just Spielberg? Uh, I think he was calling out Spielberg about King, uh, Crystal yeah. Skull. Like he kind of shit on Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. And from that point on, he's been kind of in. I would say that maybe is the most notable uh, point of like the downward slope that is kind of becoming his career. I guess so. But yeah, because I, I, I used to really like him and said to myself, you know what, I can see a big potential in this kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, g- growing older, though, and being that kind of older, not old, old man, but just the... A mature. People the mature. who wear their age well. Yeah. Jeremy Renner yeah. wears his age well. For 50. <laughs> He's not... 
50. I don't even think he's 45. I just moved my badge. Shut it. <laughs> I saw Hansel and Gretel over the weekend. I heard it was good. It is a lot of fun. Oh, good. Critics I can't wait to see it. hate it. Oh, I'm sure oh, they will. Critics sure they hate will. it. Um, I was watching an interview with the two of them where they're talking about the really phallic gun and they're just really laughing about it with all like the veins and everything on it. You're like, no, the, it's the, not just a little phallic. It's really I guess, phallic. I guess, yeah, I guess the shotgun that Renner uses. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I talked to the to the movie issue guys and they really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's what, I've been, that's cool. what I've been hearing. Yeah. They're calling it the movie Van Helsing wish it could have been. See, that's oh, the God, thing. Why Van, did you remind me about that? Van Helsing was so... It was so weird to me. Like, it couldn't decide whether we were supposed to take it seriously or not. Yeah. I mean, if they had just gone all the way into camp, it would have been fine. Yeah. But they kept trying to make it dramatic. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no. It's but, like, Hansel and Gretel, like, didn't go real dramatic. Like, they're, it's cheeky, but it's not, you know, camp. Right. God, I forgot about Van Helsing, though. What a god-awful eh, movie. I don't think Van Helsing is terrible. It obviously missed its mark. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a big okay. Wolverine fan. Okay, it was. Yeah, you can do it too. Okay, because also, also Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, mm. and yet the two of them in that together could not save that movie. Oh, her accent could not. Nah, that's <laughs> like true that, too. Her accent was the second villain. Okay, that's true. Well, there was because she the, was uh, battling it hard. What was it? The the uh, the horse carriage that goes over the cliff and explodes when it hits the ground. I'm like, what did it hit Wait. the gas tank? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I did forget this. This it was kind of funny because I, I remember when that was uh, the promos for it. I was like, "Wow, it looks like a it, live action Vampire really Hunter good. D." Was that the same guy who did the Mummy? I think so. Uh, yes. Okay, that's why um, I was really looking forward to it because the first two Mummy movies were very fun. Yeah, that's not Joe Johnson. Is King's it? Striked. Huh? That's not Joe Johnson. Uh, I will look it up real quick. But you... all right, director Steven Summers. Steven, Som- yeah, uh, and MIB. Huh? He's the MIB guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes it even weirder. Yeah. Oh, but Hugh Jackman. How cool you are. He is cool. Even if he's singing about <laughs> stealing bread. Yeah. That been movie. going to jail for like 20 years. Oh yeah. my gosh, that movie. I mean, come on, man. He stole bread. Cut a hand off or something. <laughs> like 20 years of hard labor seems outrageous. Yeah. Especially the hard labor that they're doing is they're pulling boats into port. Like yeah. Big old oh, fuck off pirate ship boats and stuff. Literal you know? description of back breaking. Yeah, 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 and it's. Uh, dude, can I talk about this more? Now? Yeah, no, oh, yeah, I, don't I, even, I don't have any interest yeah, in saying it. To. Okay, so uh, anyways, like there's the first part. You have uh, Gladiator. He's standing over Wolverine. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna make this easy. And he's like, "Oh, pick up that mast." I'm like, "A mast? That's just really heavy, man." <laughs> you and need he, like, like leverage in a focal point. <laughs> and Wolverine walks over there. He's just like adamantium bones. Be damned! I'm like, holy shit! He picked up a mast. He picks up a mask. Not yes. really realistic. Not like like he puts it over his head or anything, but he picks it up enough to drag it, you know, to its... Man, I don't even think you could do that today. He Back picked then, up a tree. Were... Yeah. That's what you're telling me. He picked up a tree, put it on his shoulder, well, no, and no, dragged no. it. Okay, so not the whole tree, like a piece of the tree on his back. Yeah, yeah, and he dragged he it. He drags Ouch. it a little bit. Ouch. Still a little The mast outrageous. is not exactly full mast height. It's broken in pieces. But, oh, okay. Well, that's more acceptable. But it's yeah. still, you're just like, I mean, one... that shit looks really fucking heavy, man. <laughs> one saying Hathaway showed up, I'm sure it was full mast. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I see what you did yeah. there. <laughs> but the thing that was funny was uh, later on in the movie, Gladiator recognizes Wolverine because of that. There was like a, like a wagon fell over in a person, and he goes to lift it up, and he's having like flashbacks to the mask. He's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> oh you're the mask guy." Are you serious? Yeah, there's a scene where he does that. He's like, "You're that, you know, you see that really strong guy who stole the bread." <laughs> Well, because the whole premise is that Wolverine takes his, basically he's on um, fucking parole, essentially. 
and he changes his name. He's like, fuck this shit. I'm going to be my own man. I'm not going to follow the rules. Yeah, he's going to be John Johns. And so he goes and becomes like really famous and a really, you know, like a mayor of the town. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, Gladiator is, you know, he's hell bent on hunting this guy down. Because right. he's an asshole. He, well, he's, his whole character is like, I follow the law to the T. And it's really, to a fault. It's it's great. Like what really makes this movie is uh, the religious overtones of the film are it's fascinating because mm-hmm. gladiator guy he's like well I'm I'm following exactly like it's you know written in the Bible. Sorry, I'm pounding my hand. <laughs> um, exactly like it's written in the Bible. Like I'm following it to you know the the fault you know the yeah. And then you have other people that are like well I'm following a kind of like middle zone where it's like I'm not taking it as a literal it's a, you know you can interpret it a exactly. Little, right? And it was just like you're sitting there and you're like oh my gosh. And that movie it fucking tearjerker because they do uh, like lost does a lot where they had like the face like a like a real close up to the face yeah they, this is like like zoom up to the face you're having Anne hathaway just crying like crazy and you're like i'm not gonna cry you're not gonna make me and then she does something like just like facial and you're like fuck you <laughs> I, the I, tipping point ah. i've heard about that like there's a lot of real close-ups in the movie and because like everything is sung like you could uh, I heard you could actually feel the breath yes. on your face. The the close ups are so tight. Yeah, because it's that's that's what it is, and it's funny because like it was um, the end of the movie. Um, I had I, I call it my up moment. Uh, I watched Up, and Up made me cry you know, when, when you're supposed to cry. Right. There's all those parts, and there's that ending scene where the kid's supposed to get the badge. Yeah, and he gets the little bottle cap. Fucking broke me in half. Aww. Like I was like, I already cried all my cries. I'm good. Everyone's kind of sniffling, and they do that, and I'm just ah. <laughs> and they have this in Les Mis where they had um like spoilers be damned here, but I think it's like a twenty year old play. Absolutely. Well, Hugh Jackman is dying, right? And uh, Anne Hathaway is trying to. He's like, you know, you've done so much for me. Thank you for watching my daughter. Wolverine can't die. He's, huh? Wolverine can't die. He's got a healing, he, healing factor. factor. But uh, they he, only think he's dead for a while, and then he drags himself yeah, yeah, back to life. Yeah. So then he goes into the Civil War or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, but as he's he's dying, and you know, Catwoman's like, hey, you know, it's okay. You can rest now, kind of thing. You know, kind of Spider Man. Sure. But and uh, as he's doing that, you see the priest from the very beginning of the movie, and he's like, "Come to me, my child," or something like that. And I'm just like. It's that priest that was really nice to you at the beginning. Because in the beginning of the movie, this the whole thing that kind of sets it up, is Wolverine steals all the silver from the church. Like, mm-hmm. the, the priest brings him in. He's like, come in, my child. You know, let me give you some food. Right. And the priest, like, you know, he's like, there's your bedroom. And there's, like, fucking silver, like, all over the place. So Wolverine was an asshole. Yeah, Wolverine's like, fuck it. I'm taking all this shit. And he takes it and he gets caught. And Rich, the, bitch. And the police bring him back and they're like, throw him down. They're like, you know, you know, priest... This man stole from you. And he's like, oh, you're mistaken. You know, I gave this to him. And, you know, you left really early. You forgot the best pieces. And he gives him more. And you're just like, oh, fuck. Like, after 20 years in prison, he's released. He does this. Yeah. And he's still given a second chance. Or I guess a third chance. And that's kind of where you're just like, oh, my God. I have, I'm curious about the movie a little bit, but I don't know. I think it was... I'm not that curious. Yeah, that's the thing. I think it was the movie issues guys were talking about. And Leland was saying that it's like, it's not just that they're singing, but that they are always singing every yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. And that's the bit I can't usually get past. I'm like, no, yeah, to have them all break into song. It, yeah, like, it's yeah. interesting. The songs, there's only one piece of the song where you break. Yeah. Everything else, you're like, this is real. This is real. This is real. Borat's in this film? And then Borat <laughs> starts singing... And then you're like, he sounds French, and then he goes to British, and you're like, this is Les Mis, which is French for the miserables. Yeah. Why doesn't everyone have a French accent? Because that's too hard. And then he swip swaps his accent around, and he's just being an a-hole, and you're like, eh, 
It's not to do French without being stereotypical. True. True, but it just, it, it really broke the mood. Because the mood, you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so depressing, so yeah. upsetting. Oh, it's Borat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then uh, Chica from uh, Harry Potter, the, the evil Chica. Helena Bottom Carter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot she was in that. Damn, yeah, yeah they she got shows a lot up and you're like, oh that. shit. Nice. A little yeah. curious, but just not quite yeah. enough to actually go see. Maybe one of these days I'll rent it. If yeah. I ever see it, it's not going to be my decision. Oh, All right, cool. Well, it. then uh, I'm going to kidnap you when it's You don't have that kind of power over me. Oh, you will see. No, it. you don't. That's a lot to get him to go see yeah. a musical. That's a hell of a lot of power. Uh, speaking of uh, Wolverine, though. Oh, yes. Every, everybody knows at this point he's reprising his role. Uh, in the next X-Men movie. Well, mm-hmm. in the next Wolverine, too. I mean, well, yeah, but that's already happening. That's coming out this year. But the X-Men Days of Future Past movie. <gasps> yeah. That we're all excited for. Nice. Um, he's coming back. Patrick Stewart's coming back. Uh, Ian McKellen's coming back. Um, Ellen. Yeah. Ellen. No, 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 no. no. Um, kid who played Xavier in the first class movie. Oh. oh. What's his name? Uh, a Scottish kid. Yep. Crap. Avery or... IMDb to the rescue. Ivor. Um, he was in James. James Mick. McAvoy. Yeah. By the way, that wasn't the same guy who played Mr. Tumnus in the Narnia movies, was it? Yes, it is. It is. Yes. Okay, I was wondering if that was. With the Tumnus. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Patrick Stewart, um, Ian McKellen, or um, Captain Picard. Gandalf. Yes. Uh, Wolverine is back again. Yes. Uh, Mr. Tumnus. Yep. And Mr. Tumnus. David from Prometheus uh, are all reprising their roles from X Men First. Well, from First Class. So, so that you just confirm Fastbender is going to be in there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all those guys have already been signed on. <sighs> it's a dream. Nice, it is. Right? I mean, it's very just, dreamy okay, cast. He's, he's dreamy. Yeah. But you're just like Fastbender. <laughs> too. I like him. Yeah. You got, you get, just for me, I mean, you're just saying like Fastbender alone, that's a selling point. But if you put Fastbender with Patrick Stewart. Well, you, they may not be like I don't in the care. same scene. As, as long as they're, it's just, it's like magic in my ears. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so all of them have been uh, confirmed to be returning. Is Kevin um, Bacon coming back? No, he's dead. But uh, what was just announced today, in fact, so maybe you don't know this, but Anna Paquin, Rogue, Ellen mm-hmm. Page, Kitty Pride, and Sean Asmore, uh, Iceman, are all reprising their roles from the last X-Men movie, X2. Cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think this movie is coming together like almost like a dream. They are doing everything they're supposed to do at this point. You're, you're taking the best cast uh, from Beast the previous. Beast is also back. Oh, the kid who played Beast? Yeah, Nicholas Holt. He was good. Nice. I liked him. Uh, the makeup, hit or miss. The mouth was kind of uh, really kind of, sh- uh, I don't want to say shoddy. Someone put a lot of work into it. But oof. they didn't oh, nail rumored. it. Okay, good. Okay, Storm apparently is rumored to be coming back. Who? Uh, Storm. Mm. Uh, mm. Halle Berry. Oh, uh, no. no. I would hope not. <laughs> oh, no. no. Well, it's rumored. That, that, I mean, that's, that's, that makes me feel a little yeah. bit better inside. No, no, no. You know who, who needs to be Storm now? In, in the future? Yeah. In Sentinel future? Okay. Angela Bassett. Oh, there Oh, go. my God, yes. Absolutely. Yes. That's future Storm. Yes, Come on now. Absolutely. Uh, so, no, like, but I, this really seems like a dream cast. You've cut yeah, out really all the characters who uh, either were tainted or just did not really fly very well i never thought scott uh, or um mars james marston i don't think he did a great job as cyclops 
Yeah. Uh, I, I love tell if it was him or just the fact that I don't really like the character Cyclops anyway, so it's kind of hard to give him a break. I think it could have done, so, been yeah. done better. Yeah. I love Fomke Jameson, but the Gene was... I don't think the Gene character was flushed out very well. I mean, I would love to see Colossus come back. Yeah. Uh, I've not read... I don't think I've read Days of Future Past, so I don't know its full cast. So, like, who we could actually expect in it. Yeah, you know, I, I read it way back when. But yeah, uh, it's been a long time. It's it's probably going to... I'll probably read it this year for my it's, it's Does good. It Hold Up it, articles. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, like, Kitty Pride is really uh, critical to the yes. story. So, I mean, we'll see. Since these characters were reprising, it again reinforces that the X-Men trilogy, quote-unquote, I don't count that last one, no. uh, and the first class movie are connected. And that's... I mean, that was always kind of true, but without anyone literally saying it. But Katie Pride is young there. Yes, very you young. Take, and now you're taking the old, uh, like the 60s X-Men, mm-hmm. and older Kitty Pride is supposed to mentally time travel to young Kitty Pride. And now, like, I'm kind of wondering how they're going to write it to, you know, jump these hoops. But I, I don't know, like, just, just the casting itself uh, is I think is exciting news. Who was the writer for the first first class movie? Do we remember? Or who um, was the director? Do we oh, the director is Matt, Matthew Vaughn. And is he still is he still for the second one? No. Okay. Because uh, Matthew Vaughn is doing something else. Okay. I can't remember. Um, I think he was a lead for Star Star Wars. Seven. I wouldn't be surprised. He yeah. was he was up there, which I thought could have been good. What about um because um, we mentioned well, this in the Facebook thread. Um, Brian Singer, I'm pretty sure, is the one that's going to be. Oh, um, okay. yeah, he's directing. Yeah, he's directing it. it up, um, and he Iron directed Man. the first two X Men movies. Right. Oh, so, John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. Favreau. I was wondering if his name was in the list for Star Wars at any time. I don't think he's quite. I think big he was enough, mentioned. But, yeah, but I don't um, think ever really. But I mean, like every yeah. nobody wanted to touch Star Wars no, yeah. when it was announced. Yeah, yeah. Everyone said no. Yeah. <laughs> God, the returns, no, no, no. Will, no, the returns no. will be so good if it does well, but God, it could be a stone hanging around your neck if it does bad. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Game over. Yeah. Be like, you remember George Lucas? <laughs> What's up, George Lucas 2? So, like we've said many times, it's a good time to be a geek right now. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, wow. Yeah. I, I'm amazed. Just uh, we... Okay, so let's do the TV announcements then. We got... Walking Dead. Yes. Walking Dead's coming February back. 10th. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones season three. Oh, and then Doctor Who. Doctor yeah. Who, yeah. I just, I was blown away. I was like, that's that's a lot of TV. Yeah, like, yeah it is. <laughs> I mean, there's there's so much great stuff to consume now on TV, in the movie theaters. Absolutely. On the internet, of course. That's where nerds live. I, I actually want to throw a little shout out to you, to you, Mr. Uh, your, your gal that you're in love with from Doctor Who. Mm. She does seem very intriguing from that preview. I'm yep. so in love with her. And it actually was interesting because it seemed like Matt Smith was trying to be fun again. You know, you know, she's in um, Captain America. Is she? Is now? she really? Yep. Uh, in the beginning, when they're at the World's uh, Fair, yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's the two girls that uh, Bucky brings. Yeah. She's the one that goes with Bucky. I'll be darned. So I never the made the connection. So. Well, hey, I mean, obviously, the, uh, any girl that would go for Cap would have been the smart one. Oh, well. You know, you know Bucky's a hit it and quit it guy. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. It's true. Yeah. She didn't really have good self-esteem, I'm afraid. Mm. Um, but no, like like we say, uh, there's there's so much great stuff. Uh, and the things that, you know, for, for the older geeks that we've been into for so long, it's now getting this uh, proper treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's super cool to, to be able to consume, you know, these things on such a, such a wide level with such appreciation 
and such uh, acceptance. Like geeks have an acceptance now that they've never seen before. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's super exciting. We have exciting news ourselves. We are also uh, we're we're getting bigger. We're growing stronger. We have live shows coming up. Yep. Yep. Uh, as you know, the two year comic issue anniversary is coming up. Uh, February tenth is the official. Nope. Two year. February 9th. Tenth. We launched on the tenth. Oh, okay. But we're doing the show on the night. Yes, okay. I was getting to that. Okay. I'm just making sure because we got it. Walking Dead comes back on the 10th. I'm Ex- busy. Exactly. February and if 10th. Fucking Daryl dies. This is the level of respect oh, we, we know show he the- doesn't though because we've seen the, the teasers. <sighs> but this is the level of respect we show the people, our listeners, that yeah. we would not schedule a live podcast that is like and make the- it exactly. complete with Walking Dead. Right? Yes. Exactly. Exactly. That's how much we love you. <sighs> February 10th is the official two year birthday for comic issues, but Walking Dead is there. And we know you don't want to miss Walking Dead because. We don't want to miss one yeah, again. Exactly. So we have yeah. scheduled a special live Ustream event where we will be recording a podcast live before your eyes where you mm-hmm. are welcome to participate. Uh, there's a, a chat room. We'll be responding to you directly. Uh, it's it's a podcast that is just dedicated to the fans. If Absolutely. you were there for uh, our first one for one year, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. You know, it's it's a conversation between it, us and you we, directly. We you found out what the sound effects that a camel makes. I mean, it was it was. A- yeah, I mean, we may be doing less impressions this year. I mean, <laughs> that's good. I'm not really know. good on camel impressions. Now so. that yeah. the fans know that you can do a walk-in. Mm. Mm, uh, yeah, I don't no. think anyone actually found that to be that funny. Oh, you should have seen. There was raves. Everyone was blowing up on I, Twitter. I don't they thought know we actually where you're seeing this. They thought we actually got Christopher Walken yeah, to be on I, our uh, Christopher podcast. Walken's I, I PR agent actually, said, hey, how did you arrange that? I didn't have him scheduled Seriously, you didn't go through me. Next time you got to call me. I, I, I don't know where you're getting your information from. <laughs> the internet. Yes, and if it says it on the internet, it must it be true. Must obviously be true. true. Yeah. Uh, so yes, we have a live comic issues on February 9th at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that's where we live. So you can tune in with us. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, tell everyone you know to to check it out because the more people, the more fun we're going to have. It's mm-hmm. a, it's an internet party, guys. Yep. Oh, yeah. And you're invited. And you're invited. If you're in the Southern California area, you'll mm-hmm. be able to see us live as we'll be doing a live show at Kingdom Con, the gaming uh, in... Is it? Uh, it's gaming in miniatures, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it is. Well, yeah. miniatures are there. Yeah. All kinds of gaming uh, convention held down at the Crown Plaza. We're going to do our live show uh, April 6th at 1 p.m. in Hall H, bitches. Damn straight. Yeah. yeah. Main, Main Hall. Hall Ooh. H. Comic Issues. Yes. Yes, it's not the convention center, but you know what? We're doing a show in Hall H. Yeah. I think... I think we just leave it at that. Yeah, and we call it good. making, uh, we making call it steps. Good. We're getting bigger every yes. time we do one of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll be talking about uh, gaming. We're going to have a special guest uh, who is going to drop knowledge on everybody. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, absolutely. If you're in the if you're in the area, one you should know about Kingdom Con already. It's an incredibly fun gaming convention. I mean, yeah, we went uh, the the one year we we played some weird cowboy. We, yeah, we, uh, we played uh, Deadlands, which was a. Um, uh, Weird West, yeah. With I think is, is and it, shit and... yeah, yeah. Played like vampires and gunslingers and shit. Nice. And Anthony really gets into his roles. I just want to let you know. I had a terrible accent. <laughs> uh, it, it's a really fun convention. Uh, there's a lot of uh, free demos. So I mean, if if you just play D and D or Pathfinder with your buddies, you want to try something new. 
It's super cheap to get into. You go there for a day. You find yourself wanting to go all days. Oh, yeah. And then you also can win prizes. Yeah. There's a, a little prize table. You demo multiple games. You collect, uh, like, tokens. Yeah, they have you a... You turn them in for games. Beautiful wooden nickels that say Kingdom Oh, they're super rad. Yeah. They're super rad. I can't wait. And we'll be having the big boss of uh, the convention guesting on the podcast next month. To, to tell you more about it and find out how big of a geek he is. Because we have a podcast. He has a convention. <laughs> so, obviously. There's levels uh, and levels, you know. You know, he's he's the boss well, of, a, of he, the convention. He's, he's the nickname Boss Ross. I think that says enough. Yeah. yeah. I'd really uh, Ross Thompson will be on the podcast um, some somewhere mid-February when mm-hmm. we arrange it. That's super exciting. We're incredibly pumped uh, to be doing live shows, uh, you know, connecting with... You know, the the fans that we do have. Mm-hmm. We know we're not huge. We're not nerdist. But we we yeah. still uh, appreciate uh, every single we're, person we're who... We're gunning. We're going. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. We're going for it. We're going Absolutely. For it. Get in now while we're As small. soon as I can quit my fucking job and start doing this all day long, <sighs> that is the day that I just... I, I, I say I made it. That's yeah. it. I, it can't get better than this. Uh, and, of course, um, more big news because... Comic issues will not stop. Pixelated no, no. Geek continues to move on. Hell yeah. We are adding another podcast for your mm-hmm. listening enjoyment. And she's she's somebody that listens to this podcast, isn't she? Yes, she does. Mentioned on the podcast before, longtime fan Wait, of comic can I issues. Say her name because I say it right. Genius. Oh, nice. Uh, I don't think she appreciates that. No, she said she did. She said on Facebook that I like it when Andrew says my name because it sounds like genius. So genius. Nice. Uh, longtime fan and lover of the podcast, Jeanness is getting her very own podcast with her friend Karina. It's called Classics Without All the Class, uh, a podcast devoted to, um, I guess, uh, their books without all the pictures, right? Yeah, 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 yeah that's what they I, are. I don't know what yeah. you'd call those. But, just a lot of words. Uh, yeah, just, I don't know. Why would you want so many words? I mean, really, a picture's worth a thousand words, so true, isn't yeah. that good enough? You read a heck of a lot more a lot faster. That yeah, is if true, that's yeah. true, man, comics are long, right? <laughs> There's a lot of pictures in it's there. It's a lot of words in there. Yeah. That podcast will be debuting February 4th, just one week, not even a week after this podcast here. Yeah. So we definitely encourage everyone to give it a listen. You know, it's it's two girls talking about stories. That's, you know, that's, that's what we're doing here. We're mm-hmm. just talking about all kinds of stuff. They're going to focus on all the reading that... I'm sure you guys are all doing. I'm, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I try. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if you love Game of Thrones, then, I mean, this is going to be a podcast for you guys. You guys love reading books. That's true. You know, yeah. and I, I mean the books, not the show. You know, if <laughs> if you read, uh, you know, the, the Lightbringer trilogy, or if you've read the Game of Thrones books. the, the It's strange. I almost feel like you're reading a book, but then you, you psych me out. I, I don't know that... Anthony reading a book? I know it sounds far-fetched. There's a like... staple in the middle. Does that count? Right. <laughs> it was a pamphlet. It's kind of say. like a book. It's shorter. Gone into Bizarro World or something. Jeez. Uh, so we're, we're super excited to bring them into, into the fold and, uh, and really filling out your week full of podcasts. Yeah, because that means that for Pixelated Geek, you're going to have a Monday podcast, a Wednesday podcast, and a Friday podcast. Damn straight. We're not trying to take up all your free time. No. We're just trying to be a part of it. We're yeah. trying to entertain you. I mean, I, we all have day jobs. Yes. I listen to podcasts while I work. Absolutely. So we're just trying to make your workday go by much faster. With a traffic. couple of yucks. Traffic sucks. Oh, traffic yeah, does, does suck. What good for traffic? Podcasts. Podcast. Boom. So all those things are happening, uh, and we are excited uh, to, to be a part of it. We're, we're a growing family and it's, 
I mean, I can I'm I can speak for everybody here. The the amount of joy that uh, you know doing this podcast brings us getting to be uh, something that you like, mm-hmm. something that you enjoy, uh, and being able to to make that for you is incredibly uh, fulfilling, uh, and that's why we'll do it forever. As long as you want us, we'll keep making it. Absolutely, damn straight. So be sure that uh, you know you're you're following us. You're telling your friends to follow us. I'll, I'll take your mom and your dad. And if your dog has a Facebook account, what's he know? He's a yeah. dog. Have him like <laughs> us too. There we go. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. You can also find the new classics without all the class on Facebook and Twitter. So be sure that you're also uh, following and liking them. And you know, movie issues too. I mean, mm-hmm. we're we're not going to exclude them. No. no. They've been around for a year, but they they still need more fans. Yep. No one can have too many fans. Yep. True. Of course, there's still YouTube where all our videos are coming out. Uh, we should have a Batman The Dark Knight Returns Part 2 review, Ooh, which will be coming uh, out, if not already, hopefully soon. Be sure that you're subscribed to all of our podcasts on iTunes and that you're checking up on the website regularly for all our articles and all good stuff. And that's comic-issues.com. So uh, until next week, everybody... Uh, thank you for listening. We love you all. My name's Anthony Silva. Elizabeth Wallace. Andrew Plan. And good geeking. We were singing, my, my, this Tyrannican guy. Maybe Vader someday later, now he's just a small fry.